Welcome to the whole damn pie. Today I am talking to Mafe Cobalera Iglesias, who is the vice president at the Vita Agency and also my friend. And we get to talk about all the things, big and small, she does to really help drive the culture at the Vita Agency. She brings a sense of pura vida and applies it to life and the workplace. I used to operate at 110% at any given moment. And it wasn't until Mafe introduced me to this sense of pura vida that I understood introducing more joy and balance and fun in my life would make me better at pretty much everything. And I really attribute the company culture um, the culture that we're cultivating here at the Vida Agency to her sense of Pura Vida. So I hope you enjoy and I hope you get some tips and tricks for maybe introducing some balance to your life. Hi, Mave. Hi, Amalia. How are you? I'm fantastic. Thank you for giving your time to do this whole damn pie recording because I think it's going to be fun. Thank you for inviting me. This is exciting. Deep dive into the world of Pura Vida. I just want you to explain because there's some people who maybe have never heard the term before. So what is Pura Vida? Okay, so Pura Vida comes from Costa Rica. Mm -hmm. And it's just the way that people greet you. Like you can go like literally into the airport and you can say to somebody, Pura Vida. And they will say, Pura Vida. That means basically pure life. And it's basically a way of living where people are just living the moment, living the life, like surfing or walking or eating because you are enjoying it. You are celebrating life in that moment. That's Pura Vida. Like, what are you having? Where, how are you doing? Pura Vida. Pure life. There's no more simplistic way to say that you are enjoying what you're doing on Pure Life. If you say, how are you doing? And you're like, ugh, then you're not living the Pura Vida. Basically having the whole damn pie. So it's a salutation, but it also is part of the culture of Costa Rica. Yes, I would say both mm -hmm. to, yes, totally. Because you will see it in stickers, you will see it in t-shirts, mm -hmm. but you will hear it as well as you walk. And it's not just a touristy thing. It's like locals always talk like this. Okay. So how does it apply to the workplace in Costa Rica? I think it does, depending on where you work. Right. But I think it is definitely... The cafecito time because people sit and start taking their coffee and it's the time of the coffee is like something that people have. I can see like in the workplace, how people interact with the clients. I there's again, it's depending on the industry, but it's chill in some cases because it's the pura vida factor. Okay. So I asked this because I think, you know, you have clearly been at Vita Agency from the beginning. Mm -hmm. And I think that we together have built this culture at the Vita Agency that really celebrates work-life balance in a way that is different than other agencies in our region, in our industry. So I attribute that to you <gasps> because you brought this sensibility of balance. And when I think of Pura Vida, I think of balance, but mm -hmm. is there something that I'm missing with it? I imagine it can't all translate to our U.S. culture, but I think you've infected a little bit of Pura Vida in the TVA brand. 
Thank you very much. I agree with you 100%. <laughs> Thank you. When I started to work here and other jobs that I had before TVA is how of just seeing it from living in Costa Rica and having clients who were from here and I have to travel here. It was that sense of just being so quick. Everything was work. Mm -hmm. But there was that missing on connection with the people. It was that part of slow down, enjoy what you're doing, chill. Because sometimes you just get into this train of get it fast, get it fast, let's get it done, which is good. But at the same time, you have to slow down a moment and enjoy. And maybe that's the pura vida factor there, in Costa Rica case, maybe in a slower pace. And here it's just faster. It's all about creating and doing, but not really stopping and really analyzing what are you creating? What are you doing and how you can enjoy what you're doing? So to your point, that balance where we can feel mm -hmm. the pure life of enjoying what we are doing. You worked in comms and PR in Costa Rica, and then you immigrated to the United States and you worked in the same industry. Can you talk a little bit about what your work was like in Costa Rica? What maybe the vibe was? Were you thinking like when I come to the U.S., it's going to be so different or did things surprise you when you came here? Well, that's an interesting question. I think that there were definitely things that surprised me. Like, for example, for me, it was just crazy the amount of media and outlets that were here, like magazines for horses, magazines for gardening, magazines for everything and newspaper for everything. When in Costa Rica, it was like literally 20 outlets maybe that you knew that mm -hmm. you can reach out so that broad of information was exciting but at the same time overwhelming and client work i think it for me just as a latina i never really consider my accent being an issue even though i work in costa rica with clients which i needed to speak in english i felt that coming here i got a little bit more sensitive about how people might hear my accent and how maybe will that affect the work that i was doing which kind of hurt a little bit my confidence on the work because i knew i could do the work but i didn't know if people might think that because my accent they could feel that i could do the work so i would say that was a big kind of switch because I was very confident on my work in Costa Rica and the type of work that I was doing and the client management. Yeah. And when I got here, even though I knew that I have to start from zero because I was a new baby coming and just needed to get to know the industry, I felt that was something that hurt a little bit on my confidence. Tell us about your work in Costa Rica. You worked on some pretty big projects, right? Like big across country lines and across region. So what was the work that you did in Costa Rica? And did you feel like when you came to the U.S. that experience was valued? Oh, yeah, 100%. So I work in the biggest PR firm in Costa Rica. And the name of the company is Comunicación Corporativa Ketchum. And they are located throughout Central America and Dominican Republic. However, because of the caption part, which is as a firm here in the United States in New York, they have other companies that we can partner with throughout South America. Most of my clients were basically regional clients. It was like a toy industry. It was a shoe industry. It was a baby formulas industry all throughout different countries and not just Costa Rica. So that means that we had 
simultaneous event for opening stores in five different countries or simultaneous events for social responsibility programs in eight different countries. So that experience of budget management, people management, internal and external, and just having that, how can I say, just that huge responsibility overall in different projects and making sure that we deliver those events or those products or those activities in time, it was a big responsibility. And when you have the know-how, especially in communications, I think you can duplicate that. Yeah. There's just learning more about how the industry on this end works to make it happen. What was the transition like coming here and then getting a job in the same industry? How was your work experience when you first came to the area? It was interesting. I have to say that you have to learn how the cultural is here, what things you should say, what it should be appropriate for you to discuss or not. In some cases, like in Costa Rica, there's a lot of things that you just openly talk to people that here, I don't know, I don't know interviews. So how old are you? And are you married? Like here, that's something like you would tell me, Mafia, you don't ask these things. For me, that's just part of the conversation. And tell me, oh, yeah, and did have that happened to you? Tell me more. How was your date? Like, just things that is for me to create that bonding that happens in Costa Rica, which makes me think that maybe we don't have as many boundaries. Like, hugging mm-hmm. people here. If I come and hug somebody that I just met, it will be weird. In Costa Rica, I will say hello to new people that I'm, that I'm getting to know with a hug and a kiss in the chick. Yeah. You know? Oh, wow. Okay. So those kind of things is really, it was really hard for me because I have to learn those boundaries Mm -hmm. and not just in work, but in life as well. Like when I go back to Costa Rica and I get introduced to somebody, I show my hand and they're like, what is going on with you? Like, what the fuck is happening? (laughs) Who are you? Because you usually just give a hug. Hey, nice to meet you. Give a hug and you give a kiss. So that kind of was like a cultural shock because when I lived here before, it was in a different type of environment and experience, more like a touristy kind of thing. But in the workplace, that was different. I would say that thinking in English all the time was different as well. Yeah, I would say thinking in English, writing in English, even though I didn't have formal education on in English, in Costa Rica, that was challenging to start thinking, like, how can I write better? How can I make sense? Because I do a lot of thinking in Spanish and then I write it, which I appreciate. Amalia, you helping me on that. You don't say this is not correct. This is not a word that exists. Like those kind of things have helped me to make that switch a little bit better. I don't know if I answering your question. Yeah. No, I speak mafe. Yeah, you do. Yeah, I speak mafe. <laughs> it's great. Okay. So I want to bring us back to when the Vita agency was just getting off the ground. Okay. And you were a key person. There was a vision of the work and what it wanted to be and what the work wanted to do. But there was a moment where we had to come up with a name mm-hmm. and we called it the Vita agency. What did that mean to you? Creating the name? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was thinking like, oh my God, I'm going back to think about this time. If you were to explain the Vita agency and our culture, Mm -hmm. which is built around the name, but it's also built around this sense of this is a place where people can come where they're not going to be asked to work 80 hours a week because they're the junior most staff and (laughs) we try to be pretty equitable in how people are treated and 
I'm just wondering if you have other thoughts on what does it mean to you? What does it mean for clients? I think you basically answer my question. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> because I, I, I go with the same thing. Like when we go back and I remember Pura Vida being one of the names, but then we were like, you're not from Costa Rica, but I'm from Costa Rica, how we can make this related. And it was more about how we can integrate in some way the diversity of it by including a different word. And most of the people we would like to think that they have some knowledge in Spanish to understand that yeah. vida means life. And to the ones that doesn't know, we explain that. And to your point, yeah, we tell the clients oh, when we are talking is it's not we're not in the one industry is life and everything because everything is part of life for us, right? Mm -hmm. Like everybody rides the bus or, my, or drives and people need education and you need healthcare. So it's part of that life that it just make it a little bit more in some ways, like creating that balance in their circle on the pure life yeah. <laughs> and, the, and the services around what it involves our life. So I want to take you back to pre-pandemic. So I really credit you to helping shape the culture of the Vita agency, because I think if it was left up to me, I am the used to just barreling through, just get it done, kill yourself, just <laughs> what, va what vacation, what weekend, just get her done. Mm -hmm. And I think over the years, I, I would say the Mafe plus yoga effect is a little more balanced. <gasps> But Thank not just you. for me, I think that's for everybody. And it's really shaped our culture, right? At the Vita Agency. Explain how your sensibilities have really impacted what we think of as our office culture at TVA. Thank you for saying that, Amalia. I would say that we just people, right? And people has life and people are humans. And people have emergencies. People have needs, people have families. So we need to make sure that we as a company understand that there's people that might need a day off because they just need to decompress because they're having a family crisis. And it's okay in some ways to express that and be vulnerable about that. And I think it's huge to create it in an atmosphere where the leaders in some ways show that sensibility on it. Like, I think, and to just think about like our previous conversations, I think it having time for you to decompress and travel gives you that energy to bring more things into the work. But if you decompress and you come back, you might even bring new ideas. I remember you, Amalia, going on vacation and answering emails. And I'm like, oh, what is she doing in the plane answering emails? It's like creating those situations of limits on boundaries because you need to have a life and disconnect in order to re-energize and get new life, basically. When people come work with us, we talk about, we want you to take vacations. We give, have a generous like paid time off package, but they don't really believe us until they go on the first vacation <laughs> and try to send an email and you slap their hand. No, seriously, turn off your notifications and go on vacation, which I think that is a very Costa Rican thing to do. That is not a U.S. thing that is against the norm here. Oh, you're welcome, everybody. So to anybody that will ask how the Vida Agency is in the cultural is we're just humans. 
and we want to make sure that people feel okay being human there. If anything, I know this is pre-pandemic. There tends to be, and I think in U.S. culture, at least my experience, like your profession or your work is like your first foot forward, right? Hi, I'm Amalia and I do this. Mm -hmm. So it's like your profession or your job or your career or whatever is central to who you are. I think you're right that the pandemic humanizes us a little bit more because it gives people a peek into like your other life, right? Like your (laughs) life away from work. But I also think that as I'm learning, as we're going through this journey, I think it also means that the rest of you the rest of your whole self that has nothing to do with your profession can also enter the picture and be part of work discussions, which gets tricky because like you said, there's all those HR things that come into play, right? Like you said in Costa Rica, it's not abnormal to put like your photo and your age and your marital status and everything on your resume. Correct. Yeah. Which is wild for you. (laughs) But it doesn't happen here. But I imagine it helps you actually know more about that person, right? I think that the pandemic has helped to create more human size because people get to see people in their houses. They can see their dogs. They can see their kids running around. So there's a factor that you have humanized your clients in a different way because there's just people and create that connection. Yeah, totally. And I can see there's good and bad on that. And I think it, one of the things when we're talking to new hires or people that are interested to learn more about the Vita agency and us and what we do is that I, we want to make sure that people feel that they're not living to work, but like work for living, right? Like I want, I don't know if I'm saying that correctly, but yeah. what I want is for people to feel like, yeah, I went to work, but oh my God, no, like waking up at eight o'clock. So like, fuck, I have to go to work. Like that feeling of, oh, I'm dying. If that's the case with us, well, please just don't work with us anymore. Life is too short for you to be so unhappy about where do you work, especially as you spend 40 hours with these people. So I think for me, it's about like how we can make sure that we apply in that Pura Vida factor Mm -hmm. and the work that you do and enjoying the people that you work with and the work that you are doing and how you're making a difference. But that sense of, for you, having to be creative of ways to create connections that are different than the ways that you could have created connections in Costa Rica... What does that look like for you? And especially as our team is growing, what ways do you feel like as a team we're creating connections? It's a hard question because you cannot fake it. Creating that bonding is it's not something easy to do. And I think it, the rest of the team feel that emotional connection. There's deep conversations that we have as a team that I don't know if a lot of people has it. There are uncomfortable situations, some cases. People might know more personal things overall as a team that, maybe in other jobs had, but it's just part of creating that really real relationship, showing like who we are, our true selves and not putting like a different mirror on it. As we move forward or think backward on how we create that cultural, I don't think there's a secret sauce for that. I just think that it's a different type of leadership between you and me that creates that in some ways, thinks that it works for people. We're not faking it. I, I think we had inspiration, like a vision and, and inspiration 
for a name that was built on this sense of, of Pura Vida. So it was holistic, the whole person, the whole community. It was infused with balance. And then we really spent time building values and mission and building those kind of cornerstones of the company. Here are our core values. Here are our mission statements. And I think a lot of people can put a lot of that on paper, but when you put it into practice, it gets challenging. When you put it into practice and then you shut your office and everybody's remote working for a year, it gets even more challenging. Oh, 100%. And I think the great seed between you and I is that I can see and I can construct things like our profit structure or our HR structure or our compensation package that is going to meet people in one space that lives up to the mission and vision and values. And you can create all of the other things that actually help people connect to each other while doing the work. I think we have fantastic people because we hire to our values. Yes. And they are attracted to the values. 100%. But I think it is nice to see that we have team members that almost are going to be three years with us. And I see them as inspired as they were on day one. And I could see the grow on them. And I think as part of that, we, even though we're very different people, all of our team ha are so different in the way that they think, the way of, of the beliefs, their background, everything is really different and rich. But at the same time, to your point, that we do share like the same values of integrity, of about respect, about balance, about how we can be responsible, being people that we you can trust in and out of the, the, the workspace, I think it, that's just something that we take in consideration when we hire. And I always say we have to hire slow and fire quick because then you, it's, it's that making really strategic decisions of who you bring to your team because a bad apple is a bad apple. Yeah. And when you have an, a person that really in syncs with your values, that it just makes the whole identity of the company is just more real. And I agree with you, doing it remotely is harder. It just make it more challenging because you're not in that space when you create that extra bonding. But I think that at the same time, we can just be more creative and see how we can get together and share those mo moments, even if it's in front of a computer to yeah. bond. Yeah. Yeah, but our team has really grown since we've been working remotely. Yeah. And you've been creating those opportunities for people to connect. So what does that look like in this COVID world? How do you bring that Pura Vida connection and bring people into the fold in a way that makes them feel like that? Well, I think it is a different types of things. And honestly, I think uh, the messaging in the morning with the new, we're in the world space is like a nice way to cook. Okay. What is that? Oh, you have to explain to people what that is. Okay. Okay. I share a picture from my Bean desktop thing that they change every day. Okay. So basically I take a screenshot and I share it with the team and I ask where in the world is this? And everybody gets to guess. And it can be a building, a landscape, animal, yeah. okay. Anything. a flower, anything that it could be anywhere in the world. I have been 
lucky enough to find new places that I didn't even know existed because of this game. So right. we used to have it in our office with Alex and Katie. As soon as we get in, then I would just turn my computer, the screen will show, oh, and Teresa was part of this game. And then Lisa, and we're like, where is this? And then we start like playing and it's just like, ooh, this is a good photo. So now that we're remote, at 9 a.m., every which is when our office opens, Mm-hmm. Everybody starts with the new where in the world to guess. Yeah. In a chat. One, one image for everybody to share. And it's part of my prep to new team members. Mm-hmm. I include them into the chat and I explain how it works. I tell them, if you're okay to participate, great. It's not like you, you can be wrong. You can be right. You can know what it is. And and it's always a way to connect without really being in a meeting. So creating those small spaces really makes that connection. Like having internal happy hours, having those wine tasting, sharing stories about aliens, like those kind of things. Aliens? Aliens. Yeah. Tamara shared a New York Times article about About aliens. aliens. Yeah. So those kind of things. Just create that connection that is so hard to actually get it in this time. I have to say, when you're on vacation, people will say, I miss the where in the world. Mafe's gone. They haven't even asked me for a week. I just, I'm used to starting my day that way. So it's not, it's not an overcomplicated thing, but I also think like in COVID world, it helps us like not be in our space for a minute because we're trying to guess where that beautiful flower is or that luscious landscape or something yeah so that is an example of a pura vida moment from Mafe. thank you yes that's true that's true we have a monthly happy hour with each team member gets to choose what did they want to do how did they want it we have play can cards against humanity we have played like a baby shower game when it was guessing names or famous yeah. we did a walk through the woods with Tamara, oh, yeah. we we had some other games with Katie. So I think it is the the reality of how many things can we do is is a limit for us, honestly, and how we can connect as a team. But you don't plan them all. It's about Different. once a month, and it's yeah. somebody's job. They get to take it on and plan the activity. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Because at the same time, if we think about. The cultural part is just now one person, it's the entire mm-hmm. team. So how we can make sure that we make it about the entire team. So it could be anything, but it's about like creating that space to share as a team. Got it. It's the Pura Vida. It's the Pura Vida. And in the office, we used to do a rotation of music, like DJ for the day. Yes. And uh, we haven't figured out how to replicate that remotely yet, but. That's another way to get to make connections, get to know people through their music, through music that they like. I could sometimes guess who was DJ for the day. There were some times where I had never heard any of the kind of music before. Yeah, it was interesting. That was an interesting one. That was an interesting one. And it was a way to connect. You are 100%. That's something that I missed because I there was a lot of genres. That's how you say it, that genre. Genres, thank you. Uh-huh. Of music that I have never heard in my life, but... I, I listened to it and I learned from it because somebody else was playing it. And that kind of creates, in some way, even if it sounds funny, tolerance. Because you kind of have to be open to other people's perspective and other people's likes and other mm-hmm. things that you just be a little bit more aware of the different world around you. Thank you very much. 
I know that things like birthdays and anniversaries are a big deal to you. Huge. I think that this is because you're a Leo. I do informal testing to everybody that I know is a Leo. If I find out they're a Leo, I'll say, oh, I bet your birthday is really important to you. Nine out of 10 times it is. So I don't know if this has anything to do with your Costa Rican culture, your Pura Vida, your astrological sign, but you have brought this birthday anniversary thing to TVA. Can you explain to us why these things are so important and the efforts you take to, to make sure that others feel that they are also important? Oh, I think that celebrating milestones are huge in life. A milestone is your birthday. So yes, I, my family members, and especially my husband can tell you that I start thinking my birthday is August 17th, just FYI, everybody. Uh, I start talking about my birthday, I will say maybe July 17th, and then I do a full month of celebration. So the main of August, the month of August is for Mafe, Mafe's loving, which had been reciprocated for my husband and other family members. So my husband's is in October and he's the month of October is the month of, of Roberto. So you can see that it's a pattern in here that people are really taking it, which makes me really happy. So birthdays is a day for you to celebrate your life. It's a day that you were born and it's a day for you to like rebirth yourself and have a new chance of life. Like you can recreate your own self if you want to, who is there to limit just yourself with work is the same thing. Like you should be grateful. I know I'm grateful for my job. I am grateful for my team. So celebrate that as well. And how pretty that your team members celebrate that for you. Like, I love working with you. Thank you for being with us. Is their choice as well to be with us as part of the company? So how can we show you that gratification by sending you something that is showcasing the hard work that you have with us throughout this year of life that you are giving us in some way. So when people join our team, we do the whole like employment application thing where we get all your details right to before interviews. And, but then when you join the team, there's something else that happens where you and Ryan collect a lot of information that will inform these things moving forward. Let's talk about like, their first day of employment. What happens when somebody joins our team? How do they experience Pura Vida from day one? I appreciate Ryan's help on this, but everybody should feel welcome on the first day. Like they are waiting for you and we're excited to have you. So they get a welcome card, right? That he says like, welcome to TVA team. And in person, people will get a signed card from everybody and said like, excited to have you here. So that will be placed. I'm going to talk just pre-pandemic. We will place that in the desk and the desk will have their laptop, their monitor, mouse, keyboard, like a notepad, pencil, everything just to make you sure that you are there and you're welcome. Also your t-shirt. Yeah. So you, you get some TVA swag. And yeah. in order to do that, you have to ask their t-shirt size before they even start working. Correct. We get them a shirt, we get them stickers, we get them a water bottle, all with TVA brand. And then eventually we will get them a passion planner because passion planners are a big deal for TVA. And for us, they sure are. Yes. Again, not being those, who is your reference? What is your address? All these things, but like, 
when is your birthday what is your favorite cake what it will be a perfect day in your vacation a perfect day in your birthday what is your ideal vacation like those kind of things that if we can know about it and we can give you a piece of it on your birthday how awesome would do that yeah. if we know that people like wine then we can give them we can send them some wine in their birthday like we know that alex loves beer so maybe that's what we should send him on his birthday so those kind of things it's just that it makes me feel that people feel that they are being they're we're paying attention to them and we want to make them feel celebrated doesn't matter what your role is doesn't matter how long have you been in the office it's like it's for everybody yeah right so i think that's important for everybody to feel equal in a workplace love it so a lot of time and attention spent on getting to know someone and their preferences and making sure that we are recognizing them as a person not just as an employee on milestone dates that have to do with their life. Correct. And with their employment. Okay. What advice do you have for other agencies or companies looking to apply these Pura Vida concepts to their own company culture? I think it's just, what advices? <laughs> oh my God, this is going to sound horrible. But like, cut the BS. Like, just be real. In some ways, that is just makes it more genuine like it's just yeah. kind of making it human like making that connection and it doesn't matter if you are an outreach coordinator but you can still have access to have conversations with the manager or with the director or with the president so i will say that creating those channels and make it again just make it that people feel that are in the same level even if they don't have the same role is what we really would create that synergy on how the culture of the company can move along yeah that would be my advice it makes me think we were really lucky to have at least some semblance of this in when tva started and i think it's harder for other companies to try to inject a culture shift into their already established company culture yeah but I do think that we have grown really quickly over the last couple of years. And I wonder if you have any concerns or thoughts about how to keep this Pura Vida sensibility or culture as more people join our team. It is a concern because I want to make sure that what we are selling in some ways because you sell yourself when you want to hire somebody, right? Like right. at the same time, they're selling themselves, but you're selling as well because they could be looking to other companies. So how can you make yourself attractive to? So I think it, it is a concern that when they are in, they can see that what they bought in some ways is real. And I think that the way to maintain that is to really focusing back into the principle basis is no rocket science for me i think communications is all about transparency it's all about being direct it's all about being real and i think mm -hmm. as well it's about leadership and the go-giver cultural of it because i'm a leader that all oh, because i'm the boss that doesn't mean that people can talk to me or give me feedback or not get a referral to because I want everything for me. I think it's about being really willing to think that there's enough for everybody 
-hmm. We want the whole damn pie, yes. But at the same time, it's enough for people to share. It's enough for people to give ideas on how we can create a better life-work balance for everybody and that Vita factor. Just continue to make human connections, even though we are continuously siloed or maybe growing bigger, that you can have your whole damn pie, but there are more pies. So don't worry. Everybody yes. can have their whole pie. So everything goes back to basics, being human. Yeah, being human. Okay, Mafia, one question for you. One last question. Okay, okay. What does having the whole damn pie mean to you? Oh my God. So this is for the people that knows me in the office. The whole damn pie for me will be swimming in a pool full of money of $100. <laughs> that will be the whole damn pie. <laughs> like swimming in money. No, just kidding. Uh, the whole damn pie for me is having a holistic full circle where it involves a happy place where I work, happy clients, happy staff. And of course, a huge part of me is my personal life and have that balance. So when you're good in the work-life balance, you bring that into your personal life. So what I was meaning about the entire pie and the entire circle is like work, personal life, family life. It's, that's the whole damn pie for me. When are all together and they sync together and there's synergy on it and it doesn't feel forced. That's the whole pie. And plus, just cover around with money. That will be it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Mafi. Thank you, Amalia. It was lovely to talk to you.